Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy the show. I'm glitchy. You're glitchy? I'm so glitchy. Can you see my glitchiness or no? Mm, Not really. Ambie's not. Oh, wait. Yeah, Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Well, hi, everyone. Um, Sorry about the glitchy. Um, (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hello, everybody. And we are uh, so excited to be back kind of in our normal schedule now that it's July. How the hell is it July? Like, what the? We're halfway through the year. We're halfway through the summer. Like, what? I know. I know. I'm sad. I'm sad, too. I'm really sad, too. Um, But good news is I'm going to be in Virginia at the beach starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. That's exciting. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's almost the weekend. It's Wednesday. What is happening? That's the best thing about Mondays for holidays. Like, as if it wasn't good enough that you have another day another holiday then the whole week feels shorter so great see for me i'm like not the weekend already like (laughs) what wait why well because like i don't know it's not that i don't want to see you it's not that i think it's just like the oh this is particular for this weekend no my kids aren't in camp and like they're with me all weekend oh and, and so i'm like what are we gonna do together? Like, <laughs> so it's the opposite for you. I think it's like the entertainment. Like, oh my god, we have. I have to entertain them now. I hear that you. Character. I hear you. Yeah, I think no, it's that something to do. That makes complete sense. I get that. Yeah. Well, we're going to the beach. So that's yay. Okay. We are Saturday. Yes. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Um. By the way, guys, before we dive into today's topic, which is a fun a fun one to discuss, um, we have our 500th episode coming up. Like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You brought sound effects. I brought sound effects today. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> hold for the effects, please. <laughs> Woo! That was a really good air horn. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It was worth it. It was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. 500 episodes. That's also really hard to conceive of, too. Like, 500 episodes? What? That's a long time. That's a lot of episodes. It really is. So I wonder how many other podcasts have, like the Joe Rogan podcast, which I hate even mentioning his <laughs> name. You know I hate him. I, but, well, 
most podcasts, like literally something like 92% of podcasts or something don't even make it a year. So like. We're so fancy. So fancy. Um, But anyway, for our 500th episode, we want to do something fun with you guys. And that is we want to include you in the podcast. So we were talking about how we could do this. Mm -hmm. And basically what we decided is we have set up a Google Voice number that you guys can call and you can leave voice messages. Um, And you can, you could just, you know, congratulate, say a congratulations on the 500 or we would love it if you would like ask a question you know ask a question that you want us to answer in the 500th episode and we'll actually play your voicemail in the episode yep so um, that is so exciting how fun is that i know we've never really like like found a way to incorporate you guys like we wanted to and this idea just came to both of us and we were like oh my god yeah this is so great so hold on let me tell you our phone number guys and trust me i call leave us a message i tried to figure out a number that would be easy to remember but sorry all the numbers are taken so we just have to we just have to deal with our our number here okay so this is wait why can't i see our number oh god oh god oh god (laughs) Hold on. Wait, wait. There's so much wait. pressure. Yeah. It's live. We're live right now. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Hold on. Um, Where did I put the number? Wow, that's really funny. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um... Okay, I found it. I found it, guys. We're good. We're Yay! good. Yay! <laughs> I was worried. I was worried. Okay, listen closely. Here's the phone number 267 403 3161. That is 267 403 3161. And what you're going to do is you're going to call and you're going to get, it's going to tell you that the person isn't available, so leave a message. And you leave a voice message. And um, also try to leave in there like that that you give us permission to use this on the show. Um, but otherwise, we'll just assume that because you called, you're giving us permission. Um, but yeah, you can, you can say whatever you want. You can just leave us like a hi, hello. Or it would be great if you would ask us a question so we will have material for the show. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> questions or whatever you feel like is appropriate you know like we want to interact with you that's really the whole point of this is that we want to have this interaction with you guys so 100 percent um okay cool so that's taken care of should we get into today's topic and talk about our exciting giveaway at the end to make people hang on yeah absolutely is there any other way i don't think so Okay, guys, so today we are talking about CERN. Um, Now, I did bring this up to Ambie, Mm -hmm. and Ambie was a bit unfamiliar, but Ambie, I do think you are. I am. I am. And that's fine. But I actually do think you are more familiar than you think. Maybe you just don't know it by name, because we actually did talk about this on a different episode a couple years ago. We were going to have this guy from Twitter on, and 
basically, he was talking about CERN, which is the um, large hydrical... (laughs) Sorry. It's a small particle collider. It is a machine that basically smashes atoms together over and over and over again um, for the sake of experiments and to see what will happen. And a lot of people over the years have believed that this machine is responsible for the Mandela effect. It's Mm -hmm. responsible for realities collapsing. It's responsible for portals. It's responsible for basically us shifting into a completely different reality uh, the year the world was supposed to end, which was 2012. So the reason this is back in the news right now is because yesterday, July 5th, today is July 6th, yesterday, uh, CERN, the company, announced, it's C-E-R-N, if you want to look it up, announced that um, they were turning the particle collider back on, and it would be on for another four years while they do some new experiments, okay? And so- It's just the worst fucking idea. Like, the worst idea. Okay, go ahead. My eyes twitchy. Go ahead. (laughs) What does that mean? My eye, well, I think actually, so I've stopped doing Botox. Yeah. um, For a couple of reasons, like fuck the patriarchy and also it's expensive. (laughs) But um, I think actually Botox is making my eye not twitch. But I think it also twitches when I get stressed out. Anywho. Oh, okay. So continue (laughs) on or turning on the machine that is responsible for the end of the world. Continue on. Go ahead. Well, okay, so these are conspiracies, keep in mind, right? right? This is not proven. But so here's what I'm going to do. I found two different articles, and one of the articles is talking about what's going on now. And this whole, if you guys are on TikTok, you have probably seen someone talking about this because everyone is like all talking about what CERN is going to do right now. Right. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you another article which talks about the guy we were supposed to have on the podcast. His name's Nick Hinton. He was on Twitter. And his whole theory about what happened originally with CERN. Okay? So let's start with what's happening right now. So the Large Hadron Collider is apparently opening a portal to hell, if you were to believe TikTok. Okay? (laughs) So this is on dazed.com. Um, The Large Hadron Collider first started smashing subatomic particles together in 2010, sparking a wave of panic about scientists accidentally ushering in the apocalypse. Nervous critics said the experiments these scientists were conducting with the LHC could create a small black hole, which would suck in everything around it and eventually engulf the entire world. Evidently, these critics... That's terrifying. Sorry, (laughs) go ahead. Evidently, these critics were wrong. We're still here in 2022, and though it can sometimes feel like we're living in a hellscape, we are, at least for the moment, still a pre-apocalyptic society. In fact, the, LH- the LHC ran successfully at the headquarters of the European Council for Nuclear Research, aka CERN, for several years before shutting down for updates in 2018. In that time, the particle accelerator facilitated some of the biggest international science collaborations the world had ever seen, resulting in the discovery of an elementary particle named the Higgs boson, a certified big deal. There's a reason it's nicknamed the God particle. Now, though, 
Doomsday fears are rising once again as the Large Hadron Collider enters a new phase of experiments, which will see it create collisions at unprecedented energy levels. This time, it's not mere black holes that people are anticipated either. Try gates to hell, demonic portals, and doorways to the multiverse. If the conspiracy theories are correct, this is what we have to look forward to from today, July 5th, when the experiments begin. Below, we've gathered everything you need to know about the theories and what's happening 175 meters beneath the France-Switzerland border. So they've put together some TikToks, but here they go to explain what this is. So what is the Large Hadron Collider anyway? Built by CERN between 1998 and 2008, the LHC is the world's largest particle collider housed in a tunnel that measures 17 miles in circumference and is buried up to 175 meters deep near Geneva. What does it do? It accelerates high-energy particle beams to almost the speed of light, which then collide at four crossing points. The purpose is to answer some of the fundamental questions in the field of physics relating to everything from the relationships between subatomic particles to theories of space and time to Einstein's theory of relativity. Why is it so scary? In the past, people have tried unsuccessfully to sue CERN for creating a danger to public safety, hinting at an underlying fear about the side effects of using the unprecedented technology. The two main fears that surround the use of the Large Hadron Collider are black holes and the eerily named strange matter. The first fear is pretty obvious. One of the LHC's goals is to simulate microscopic black holes that contain clues about the Big Bang. Hearing this with little to no technical expertise, it definitely sounds like a bad idea. The the second fear revolves around the idea that the high-energy LHC experiments could produce strange lits, a hypothetical material made up of strange matter that could infect the material that makes up the rest of the Earth. That's a lot of quotation marks, and for good reason. Strange matter is, at the moment, purely hypothetical and hasn't been observed in outer space, where high energy rays are bouncing about all over the place. So, okay. So the, that leads us to like what's going on now, which is, and, and this article gets into it, but I can, I, I can pretty much summarize it, which is that like, so now we're in this time when conspiracy theories are getting increase, increasingly supernatural. And this is due to like shows like, um, Stranger Things, yeah, sure, Supernatural, Stranger Things, though, is a really big, is is really, Stranger Things, I think, I don't watch that show, but I think Stranger Things has, like, a similar plot line with the Upside Down, like, the, it's a different dimension. I've heard of the Upside Down, but I haven't watched that show, because I haven't watched that or the other one with the women. With the women? I don't know. Oh, oh, the um, Handmaid's Tale? Not watching that. Yeah, no, I'm never watching that. I never, <laughs> I am never, far, I am far too sensitive for that. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. So, just looking at some comments on Facebook, Kristen Garris says the entirety of the day yesterday, I had a deja vu day. This hasn't um, happened to me since high school back in the mid '90s. It's the weirdest feeling. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So, if you guys had any weird experiences yesterday, July fifth which is the day that this was turned on, let us know in the comments for sure. So, um, yeah, so this article says, like, basically, people have been stoking fears about this for years. Um, 
in real life and in fiction, it mentions um, the book Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. Uh, he wrote The Da Vinci Code, and that was partly set at CERN, where the Illuminati steals some antimatter to, like, blow up the Pope or something. <laughs> um, Stranger Things reintroduced the idea that our Promethean desire for knowledge and power could unlock untold evils from another dimension. Um, you know, this is all fiction, supposedly. Um, and it, and this article says basically if anything really bad was going to happen, it would have probably already happened. Um, so I don't believe that personally, but well, well that takes me to this other article, which is about what has already happened, (laughs) which is scary because she read this to me. Go ahead. Continue. Or you read me something very similar. Go ahead. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So this is on grunge.com. And it's called Why Some Believe the World Actually Ended in 2012. And this is what I was talking about with the Twitter user we were going to have on the podcast named Nick Hinton. Um, So this is what he has said. Um, Hold on. Okay. This Twitter user believes the world might have ended in 2012. As documented by Megaphone, Twitter user Nick Hinton took to the microblogging platform in 2019 and started a thread entitled, A Conspiracy Thread, Did the World End in 2012? Audacious as that may sound, the site noted that a number of users have retweeted Hinton's theories and apparently agree with his reasoning. So what did he theorize, and why does he believe doomsday has already taken place, despite the fact that life has gone on for the world since 2012? In the Twitter thread, Hinton explained that 2012 was the year when scientists at the European Organization for Nuclear Research, CERN, discovered the Higgs boson particle, the so-called God particle, that Stephen Hawking once warned could result in the universe undergoing a catastrophic vacuum decay. At this point, there's already one notable inconsistency with the theory. It was only in 20. 13, when CERN's Large Hadron Collider experiments yielded some evidence that the particle discovered the year prior was indeed the Higgs boson. The operative word is some. CERN's article stressed that it would take time before scientists could truly confirm the Higgs boson existence. Okay, whatever. Speculating that the particle might have, quote, destroyed the universe, as Hawking cautioned, Hinton wrote, maybe CERN accidentally created a black hole that sucked us in without us even noticing, and we've just been living in it. But if that did happen... That makes sense. That checks out. Go ahead. So you're on board with this so far. I'm on board with that one, yeah. But if that did happen, we would have almost certainly noticed, and that would have been the last thing we'd ever notice. According to what if, if our planet was sucked into a black hole, there would be a very good chance of catastrophic earthquakes, tsunamis, and volcanic eruptions as Earth experiences tidal heating and ultimately gets stretched, then split into countless atoms. So are we living in a real-life version of the good place? Despite starting out with a scientifically implausible premise, Hinton tweeted another... What? That's what I've been saying since I saw that show. Go ahead. Oh, Yes, it, it has been what you're saying, yeah. Hinton tweeted another reason why he feels his theory holds water is that nothing has felt right since 2012. He acknowledged that this might be an after effect of becoming older and more jaded, 
Um, but added that time has seemingly moved faster in the nine years since the world supposedly ended. Hinton wrote that people have become so numb to mass shootings that they only stay in the headlines for 12 hours while calamities take place on an almost daily basis. Stating that there are some individuals who believe this is because we ended up in hell after the world ended, which is what you've been saying, Amy. Hinton compared the situation to that of the characters on the NBC series, The Good Place. Um... So does this mean that we are living in our own real life Jeremy Barry <laughs> with a woman who has practically majored in bad life decisions and intelligent yet super indecisive pol- philosophy professor glamorous socialite with okay um Hinton believes we are now living in a simulation i.e. one of the many neighborhoods in the afterlife designed by the architect Michael that happens to be quote almost identical to the one we existed in before 2012 Hinton claims the Mandela effect is proof we're living in an alternate universe. Um, <laughs> so they're citing examples of the Mandela effect. Um, these are all examples of the Mandela effect. So, na- well, let me read them. No, Darth Vader did not call Luke Skywalker by name when he said he was his father. The evil queen in Snow White was referring to a magic mirror on the wall and not addressing it as mirror, mirror. And many of us grew up on the adventures of the Berenstain, not not Berenstain, spelled differently, bears. These are all examples of the Mandela effect, so named after how there were people who mistakenly thought Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 1980s, when in fact he was still alive and would become president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999. It happens when we realize our past recollections were inaccurate all along, and even the best of us aren't immune to it. What does this have to do with Hinton's The World Ended in 2012 Twitter theory? He claims the phenomenon backs up his belief that the world we live in is a simulation or an alternate reality. After citing a few other notorious Mandela Effect examples, Hinton went on into great detail about the inconsistencies between the Statue of Liberty's actual and perceived location, adding that the statue's torch has been closed to the public for over a century, but there are people who remember being there. Mm-hmm. Which I that was one of the ones that tripped me out because they said that um, uh, the Statue of Liberty is on Liberty Island, but I went to see it when I was in like seventh grade on Ellis Island. So I 100% went to see it on Liberty Island, 100%. And Ellis Island was across the thing, which is so crazy because I remember seeing Ellis Island. That, yeah, I mean, I. I don't even know. Hold on. I'm going over to Facebook. So Heather says, did you see The Simpsons had an episode about it? Yeah, I do remember they had an episode about it. Um, She says, but I feel like we are protected. Uh, Becca said, I just felt chest pressure and uncomfortable all day yesterday. Um, Nella says, I have been having weird experiences for the past week or so. Things are just different, and I know it. I'm not crazy. For example, I walked in my brother's room because I was looking for something. Nothing strange. Walked out. Several moments later, walked back in, and on his wall, which was empty, no pictures, nothing since we moved in years ago, was a giant blue poster of a world's map. Next one. Took my phone with me, placed it in one room because I was cleaning, found it on the couch in my bedroom. Things like that. Interesting. Hmm. That is weird. Wait. Nella said, my biggest Mandela effect... I have seen a movie that doesn't exist. Wait, what's the movie? What movie is it? Oh my God, I'm so excited about this. The audience commentary, my favorite part. (laughs) 
Oh, you don't like my reading? No, <laughs> I like reading. your reading. I was going to joke and be like, here on Inner Bloom, we read so you don't have to. Yes. But <laughs> I do. No, I like your reading. It's actually really soothing. I enjoy okay, it. Okay, great. Well, um, I just want to say we've already talked about this kind of on the podcast a couple years ago, but like 2012 was when my life completely changed. Like everything changed. It was when I met my husband. It was when like I everything just it I became a different version of me. And actually, I really liked the version of me that I became for the most part. So like it was when my life got really exciting. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, also what I will say about the past like recently or like the past few days, I have been seeing so much stuff at like fit like in the corner of my eyes like mm-hmm. literally like magic effects like over mm-hmm. my where I'm like what was that and then it's and then I look and nothing's there but I'm like no I can see it out of the corner of my eye like shit's moving over here like so more and more and more by the day so I, I literally what's crazy is that the other day I was in the kitchen and I literally jumped because <laughs> I thought like I fully grabbed my girlfriend and screamed and jumped out of the way because I thought I saw something crawling on the ground. Yes, yes. And then totally. she was like, what is wrong with you? And I look and there was nothing there. And I was like, okay. Yep. No, okay. exactly. Exactly. Like I've seen flashes of light. I've seen like things moving in the air. I've seen things moving yeah. on the ground. I've even felt like things were being picked up and like floated around behind me like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the anyway. aliens are getting a little a little audacious, <laughs> a little out of control. It's always my theory that they're like placing things like the Sims, like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna put this person in the corner <laughs> and it's gonna be funny, right? And I jokingly say this, but like we're getting a little out of hand, guys. Let's just chill. Let's just chill because we're noticing these things. But maybe no more it has geese to- on the roof. No more geese on the roof, yeah. But maybe it has to do with, like, what, like, maybe CERN, right, with all of, like, what it's doing is mm-hmm. somehow, like, ramping up the energy so that, like, we're actually able to perceive more. Like, maybe that's not their intention, but maybe right. that's, like, an effect, you know? It could be. And, you know, I didn't even think about that. But I think the other thing, the other thing that I want to say is that I think this actually happened multiple times. I don't think this was just in 2012. Yeah. So let's all think about this. I think this happened in 2012 for sure. Okay. But it was more of like, we went to like a happy place. We went to like kind of things went, cause that was the year my daughter was born. Like things were good. <laughs> yeah. 2012 then, was a good year for me. Right. But then in 2020, when the world ended, okay. I feel like 2012 is when the world ended. No, I get that. Oh, but then in 2020. Yeah. When the pandemic hit, AKA the world ended. Gotcha. I think it happened again. I really do because that was a whole other shift, but that was like really facing like aspects about your life that you did not enjoy and you have to fucking deal with it now. So maybe it wasn't the world ending. Maybe it was like everybody's um, Pluto return. I don't know. My point is this, that I can look back at different points in my life and be like, oh, yeah, you know, happy. It was good. But then in 2020, like shit went sideways and all of the things that I did not enjoy about my life 
or that I was really trying to suppress for a really, really long time came to the surface. And I'm not mad about it. I'm really not. It You're sounds not. like I am. You're not. But it sounds like I am. I I fully agree with that. But um, but I just think it's fascinating. And furthermore, having conversations with you and other people. Um, how many times have oh, my eyes twitching again? How many times have you and I had a conversation where you're like, I don't remember you saying that, or I'll be like, that never happened. And it's like, we live in two different realities. So I think this happens multiple times. Okay. Happens right. with my husband every single day where ah. he's like, I never said that. And I've been yeah. thinking about, I'm like, how many like arguments with spouses are just like, <laughs> you were just in two different realities. You literally were, that was it. Exactly. Um, hold on a second. So, uh, let's see. There's more, there's more comments coming in about this. So Forrest said, I felt super sad for no reason yesterday. That was me too, Forrest. Um, Becca Berry said, my sister grabbed a water bottle from the table and sat down and then a few minutes later was looking for it and it was back on the table and we were both creeped out. LOL. Oh my God. Oh my God. That, that is a lot. Tammy, Tammy says, whatever you believe, it's true. 5D consciousness. Alexis said, um, Alexis Pirro said, me too. I was at my grandma's and I swear I saw something out of the corner of my eye in her vegetable garden. But when I actually looked, it was gone. But I definitely saw something gray move away quickly. Ooh, that's interesting. Nella's, uh-huh. Nella about the movie that she saw that doesn't exist said, It was an old movie with Charlie Sheen. I remember watching it with my mom years ago. Of course, when I asked her about it, she didn't remember it. Had no idea what I was talking about. I would compare it with Truman. Oh, the Truman Show. But it was a bit different. Just a really strange movie that makes you shiver. Sheen played a young man that got lost driving somewhere and found a weird road in the middle of nowhere where suddenly weird things started happening. I remember him driving a red sports car that played a big role in that movie. And yeah, I've asked around and searched. There is a movie with Sheen and cars and stuff, but it's completely different. This movie just doesn't exist. Yeah, that's very similar to, um, there's a whole crazy theory about the movie uh, Kazam. Kazam with, um, uh, Shaq? No, wait, no. It's not Kazam, it's Shazam. No, I said, wait, no, no, no. It, it is, no, no, no. That's the that's the conspiracy theory. So a lot of other people, no, rem- no a lot of other people remember Shazam yeah. with, with Sinbad. Yes. <laughs> no, it what was Kazam. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it was Kazam with Shaq. No, it is not Kazam. There's no Look way. Look it up. That movie doesn't exist. It was exist. Sinbad. No, that movie doesn't exist. Today. Yeah. Look oh it up. God. No, there's a ton of other people that remember exactly the movie that you remember. And it has a different plot and everything. Like, and people remember the plot. And it doesn't exist anymore. No, no, it, it has never existed. No, it did. I'm going to cry. This is too much today. Everyone no, look it, it up. No, it did. It fully did. I'm going to cry. No. No, there are... Okay, so th- this comes up as a popular example as, of the... Wrinkles the, are coming in so hard. Today. Go ahead. <laughs> this comes up as a popular example of the Mandela Effect. It says, for instance, there are some people that have a memory of seeing a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad as an irres- irrepressible genie. Even after it's pointed out to them that they're probably thinking of a movie called Kazam starring Shaquille O'Neal... Uh, <laughs> um, Shaquille O'Neal was never an actor, was he? Shaquille, no, whoa, 
that was the only time he did a movie. Yeah. But I went to see that movie in theaters, so, like, that's why I remember that. Um, wait, wait. Tammy's freaking out. She said, Shazam doesn't exist. Stop. What the fuck? I saw that Thank movie. you, Tammy. I saw that movie, too. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, that was Sinbad, because I love that show, the TV show that he had. Yeah, me, too. What was I it called? Sinbad. Sim- I think it was called? called Sinbad. It was called Sinbad, yeah. And and I was so excited that he had a movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It says, despite what many people believe, the Shazam movie simply does not exist. Uh, however, Sinbad did host a Sinbad the Sailor movie marathon in 1994 in which he dressed up as a genie. Um, but that's about no. it. <laughs> Wait, Tammy says the trailer's on YouTube. Send it. Link it here. Link it here, Tammy, because I don't. I don't. I don't know. Oh, wait. Someone said we found Shazam's. We found some bad Shazam. Yeah, but did you click it? Oh. Oh, I don't know. Okay. But why isn't it on IMDb or anything? Okay, whatever, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with this later. You guys, everybody look into it. <laughs> Love but- how we're all trying to debunk Alexa. <laughs> We've collectively no, gotten no. together. I I never saw that movie, so like I don't know. Like I'm, you should I'm just, watch it. It's a good movie. I'm gonna make my kids watch it. Okay, I don't know how you're gonna watch it though, because like oh no, I'm gonna it. find it and I'm gonna send you a video of us watching it today. Okay, okay, please do. I'd be happy to see that. I can't um, handle this. Though. I'm not like against Sinbad or that movie. I'm just telling you that's like a popular <laughs> Mandela effect thing. How dare you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. How dare you go against Sinbad? Um. So anyway. Uh, this, this is, this is where we are. Now, let me, let me finish this article. There's only a couple paragraphs left, but (sighs) Hinton, (laughs) Hinton wasn't done going down his own rabbit hole. After discussing the Mandela effect, he tweeted about a viral thread on 4chan. So where someone who was one of 23 CERN scientists responsible for quote, creating the phenomenon claimed that Earth's population was moved to a simulated world after the planet was, quote, destroyed. Further, citing the unnamed scientist, he wrote that the person described reality as being like a set of Russian dolls, where there are worlds nestled within one another, or like we've talked about, simulations within simulations. Call it simulationception, if you wish, but the very mention of 4chan as a source should be enough for anyone to call cattle manure on the idea of scientists creating the Mandela effect and all that. So this person is, like, obviously, like, very, uh, you know, but anyway, Very so upset about it. Yeah. Uh, Hinton then directed things back to the heart of his theory that the world ended in 2012. Um, he cited an author named Preston B. Nichols who wrote books documenting time travel experiments that purportedly took place at Montauk Air Force Station in New York. According to Nichols, the people who were behind the experience were not able to travel to any point in time past 2012 because, quote, they could find no future beyond it. On the other hand, Hinden pointed out that Nichols did an interview in 2014 that detailed the experience two years after the researchers supposedly hit a very abrupt wall. Um, so basically, in conclusion, Hinton tweeted that the universe is likely in a constant state, a constant cycle of expanding and contracting, the Big Bang and Big Crunch happening over and over, and our souls are just taking a ride on the cosmic Ferris wheel. Mm. Mm. So... So anyway, so so cut back to yesterday. Yesterday was July fifth. The 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 fucking CERN 
the particle collider was turned back on for the first time in a while, right? And it's going to be That's on good. for it's going to be on for years. And now a lot of okay. people a lot of people were doomsdaying about it, but I was actually kind of picking up intuitively. Well, it could it doesn't have to be a doomsday thing. What if this could transport us in somewhere we really want to go? Like Yeah, like in 2012. That's what let's I'm saying. Go. <laughs> hey, maybe let's, let's go, go back there. Again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like what what if we see it just as a transporter and it's picking up yeah. on the and it makes it easier to travel. So actually, Catherine told me about this. And okay. Catherine said, and not that Catherine's more right than what we've seen, my eye is twitching like crazy, more right than what we've seen online. But what she says is it's like a portal. And this portal is going to amplify whatever energy we put out there. So if we put out, which makes sense too. So if we put out fear and scariness and blah, 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 then we get more of that. And if we put out happiness and excitement, then we get more of that too. So I think you're right is my in conclusion. Which goes back to something Tammy said earlier, which is like, it is what, it is what you make it. It is what you believe. It is right. what you want it to be. And Becca says, maybe it's turned back on to save us from this crazy ass world we're living in now since 2020. Yeah, like maybe there's like- Thank you, Becca. I agree. I agree <laughs> with Becca. 2020, since 2020, it's been a shit show. So let's try to get back on track, I guys. mean, it's been a shit show since 2016. Let's be real. Do you remember what happened I don't in 2016? Know. What happened in 2016? Someone was elected president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's um, true. Well, I know, but like, I feel like I was blissfully ignorant to a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm aware that that's not great. I know that I, I really get it. If we're going to be real, the government has been really unfair to a lot of people. Um, but I would like it to be better. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's I'm just get saying, to a place where it's better. <laughs> yeah. So it almost, you know what I keep seeing in my mind's eye about this? I keep seeing um, Peter Pan, you know, when he talks about flying and he says, like, you just have to think happy thoughts. Think happy yeah. thoughts. Think happy thoughts. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like go to your happy place. Go to your happy place, which I understand is really hard to do right now. With Trust me. I woke up this morning. I texted my mom. I'm fucking depressed. I, I can't deal with this. Like, I just, I, I, how are we supposed to go about our freaking days? Like, this is traumatizing. Do you hear what UK is doing? Following suit. Oh, they're worse. They're worse. They're trying to overturn the Human Rights Act of 1994. Making, right. like, what the fuck is happening to the world? Okay. Yeah. We're, we're good. No, no, we're every, fine. everyone's. Fine. What a year to come out, huh? Okay. We're moving. We're fine. We're fine. I well, what I'm saying is, Book I your think tapping sessions with Alexa. <laughs> what I'm saying is, at any moment in time, we can look and be like, "Oh my god, the freaking horror!" Which it is, and I have been doing. Um, or we can say, "Okay, and so where do we want? Where could this launch us to? If we all like get, you know, fired up about this, where could we take this in the opposite direction? Because that's how we aim our like energy and our manifestations and all that. So it's like that's what I keep trying to remind myself. I'm not very good at it right now, to be quite honest with you. I'm pretty. We're working on it. Pretty okay. yeah, in it." Yeah, I'm a little, I'm, to be honest, I'm 
freaked the fuck out. Um, I had a whole meltdown about this the other day because the anger is preventing me from crying, to be honest, because I would like things to get in a better direction. It just feels scary right now. It feels scary if you are in any kind of marginalized group and um, hopefully it will get better. It will get better. We have to hold hope that it'll get better. Yeah. For me, it's like right now the the shootings are just like – we had three in Philly on July 5th. So like Jesus. right down the street from me. And like two cops were killed and like just – I mean, not, I, it, it, it's happening. That's the thing, though. It's just happening everywhere. And so it's like that feel. I, and I feel like Amer- and then there's all these videos of Americans who were out somewhere and they all get spooked by like uh, fireworks. And maybe someone says, is that a gunshot? And then someone hears gunshot and then everybody just starts running. And it just shows you how traumatized everybody is. And it just makes me so sad that everybody is so traumatized. On the other hand, I'm like, OK, if we can all together recognize how traumatized we are and be like we can't live like this yeah hopefully we will get stuff done and i'm trying to get this woman on the show you guys ambf sent her to you twice huh go ahead i sent you this woman i found her on tiktok she is one of those i just feel like she is the real freaking deal and she is one of those purse people who predicts things she can tell you what's gonna happen like, she reminded me of Edgar Casey. Yes. And she feels very good. She feels very grounded. She doesn't feel hyped. She just feels really like this is just what she's always done. Well, there are a lot of people that predict things, but I don't want, and I mean this in a blissfully ignorant way, I don't want people to predict doomsday stuff anymore. No, it, like, no, no, I've seen her. Yeah. No, she predicts good things. I'm seeing mm-hmm. that. But, like... There have been so many, so many spiritual people since 2012 that have predicted the end of the world. And I feel like here's the reality. My eye is twitching. The reality is that we're going to stay in this reality, in this consciousness until our bodies give up, right? Until your physical body is gone. So do I think the end of the world will actually ever happen? No. The end of your world might, the end of a reality might, but not the end of the world. So that is, uh, I do have so the end of- five minutes and I have to go. Just a heads up. Okay. Yeah. The end of the world is, a, yeah, I, well, okay. Sure. Anyway, one thing I want to say about this woman, and then we have to tell you guys about our exciting giveaway uh, before Amy has to go. Um she has predicted and has talked about it at great length that the next president she sees being female. Like, and that the next party she sees is not one of our regular parties. It is like <gasps> a human party. It is oh, that's like, ex- oh, I've got goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. It, invol- it involves Republicans, Democrats, a lot of different people who have come together and created this whole new, and it feels, she's like, it feels so exciting. And so- She said it wasn't Kamala Harris. No, she said it's either AOC, Tulsi, Gabbard, Gabbard and, or someone I, I haven't heard her. of. Yeah, which I'd be happy. I'd be very happy. Um, Didn't I, a couple of years ago, I thought I saw AOC as president. No, when we talked to RBG, she told you AOC is going to be president. Yeah, but you didn't tell so. you didn't say that on the the podcast or on the recording because she said to like keep it quiet back then or something like that. Oh, whoops. 
Well, anyway, I would be on. in heaven. I would be if very. AOC was pregnant. Be- <laughs> not pregnant. President. President. Okay, let's do our guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you didn't slip anything up. Like, no, you no. I just had this. Like, I love that you like put your hand over your mouth. Like she told you personally that she was pregnant and not to tell anybody. I'm just, I just had like a really <laughs> weird wave of energy come through me, and I just didn't know what to do with my energy. So I was just like, <laughs> sorry. Okay. okay. So okay. let's explain our giveaway. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So um, as you guys know, sometimes we do giveaways with our patrons where if you're a patron at any level, meaning, you know, the lowest level is $5 or above, um, you get entered into whatever we're giving away. So this month we are doing a new giveaway and we are giving away one membership to our Super Bloom Intuitive Development course, community, and membership, uh, which is a six-month experience um, where you get access to our 12-module course, which teaches you all the A's, A to Z about intuitive work, you know, all the basics, um, as well as like how to do an intuitive reading, how to do mediumship, how to do remote, all the fun things. And then you also get access to our weekly coaching where mm-hmm. um, the members come together and either Ambi or I are there uh, answering questions and kind of leading practices between everyone, which is always really fun. Last last time I did it, our group did, um, it was like four of us and we did a uh, remote, no, no, sorry, automatic writing together. And we we had the topic of like, what's what do we need to know about the summer? And everyone's automatic writing messages were so like, powerful and actually uplifting. I should post them in the group. I think they were really nice. But anyway, and you just hosted, you just coached everyone yesterday. We just, yeah. I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> this is why we don't have a sound effects board because I can't handle it. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So I just did one yesterday and what we worked on was uh, mediumship. So we... Yeah. Uh, talk to people that have passed away and I went over like how to interpret things and different um, systems that I use and and things like that so it was really it was really beneficial and I think it really helped them totally and um, the other thing you get access to is just the community we have about 20 people in there right now 20 women and um, it's it's uh, it's a really awesome community of intuitives who you can just feel safe with and just call someone up and practice, get on Zoom with them and practice. So anyway, um, we are giving away one membership. So uh, all you have to do to sign up is be a part of our patron. Again, at any level, for as low as $5, you can sign up. Um, by the way, guys, we have a whole new round of... Um, bonus episodes coming this month for our patrons. So um, when you hear this episode, make sure you go and vote on who you want us to interview in spirit, the celebrity spirit interview this month, um, because we'll be doing that soon. Um, And uh, yeah, and then we'll pick the winner for Super Bloom, the intuitive development membership at the end of the month. So and also, I just want to say that it really, really helps um, us and it really helps us keep this podcast going when you are a Patreon. So thank you yes. so, so much from the bottom of our heart. It really helps us. It does. And this is our full-time job. Yes, so. it is. And also when I'm pregnant or I mean, I can't speak. When you are pregnant. When I have my baby, which is only 60 days away, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, it will help 
even more. 60 days away. Then you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot to do. Um, We got a lot to do. (laughs) We got a lot to do. Turn on the... buckle up. (laughs) Turn on the uh, particle collider. We got shit to do. Um, All right, everyone. We love you so much. Thank you for being here with us. Thanks for uh, speculating with us. Um, Make sure you send in your voice messages for our 500th episode. We literally are recording it next week, so send this in as soon as possible. Yes. We want you a part of it. Yeah, we'll post the number in the Facebook group. Until next time. Keep on blooming. Bye. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.